Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. My main goal here is to attain a 1% return, safely, predictably, and consistently. Um, Absolute worst-case scenario, we end up with a stock that gives us the option to create covered calls, which allows someone else to buy the stock from us from what we paid for it, giving us a little bit of cash flow, and also we can collect a dividend. So both works out for me. Eli Lilly is the only stock we brought over from last week. Now, Eli Lilly, we got 1,000 shares at 327. She's sitting at 308 at the moment. But however, here's an interesting thing. Eli Lilly has its EX date this week, which means we're going to be collecting the dividend this week, which, hey, is great for me. Um, Last week, we collected dividends from, oh, I forget who the heck it was last week. Hold on. PPG. Okay. So PPG, we collected the dividends for that last week, plus over $1,000. So we're well over, I think, um, 1100 That's 1.1% for last week, which is good. But the nice thing about it is Eli Lilly, we brought in 740 bucks last week. The week before, we brought in over $4,000 on Eli Lilly because we sold the covered call at the money and it was in the 330 area and it paid a lot better premium um last week we had we had to do three three or four strikes in the money or out of the money so that way we wouldn't lose any with the stock going up and down but we still made our our what do you call it our goal so we will well over 1.1 percent i'm gonna find that out exactly in a little bit So um, let's find out what we're looking at today. Today, um, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, six dividend kings that are having their EX date this week, which, hey, that's freaking great. So we get six of them to look at. We're going to look at them really quick. But before we look at any of those, Eli Lilly is top of the list for us to look at. Okay, so... We're going to look at the last 30 days with Eli Lilly. Um, Wait, here we go. Okay, so for the last 30 days, Eli Lilly, we've seen a high at 331.97. And then we saw a low of 296.53. She's sitting at 308 at the moment, which was the last trade from last week. It should be able to give us a halfway decent uh, uh, premium on that. Uh, quickly check the seasonality, see where this thing normally goes this time of year. Eli Lilly usually going sideways this time of year. And then she tapers off towards the end of the year. So it's not one of those consistently up-moving stocks. So we had uh, seven down days in a row. Now she's going sideways. It looks like she might have some support here at the 296 area. And that would be good for us. So all that being said, let's take a look at the trade grid 
and see what Eli Lilly is going to offer us. Um, 308. We can't do the 305. 307 and a half. Ooh. No. No, can't do that because we're at 327. Yeah, because 307 and a half would give us over 4,000 bucks. 315. 317. Let's go for the 317. All right, so I'm going to sell the 10 contracts at 317. That will bring me up 820 bucks. And then I get to collect the dividends, which would bring me over 1,000. So there you have it. One trade does it all. All right, so that one's off to the races. We're going to sell 10 LLY 100s. That's the weeklies. 19 August 22. That is this coming Friday. The $317.50 call at $0.82 cents a share. Limit order, good till cancel. And that's to open the trade. All right. So it's off to the races. Hasn't filled yet. So with that being said, let's check out the Dividend Kings for this week. Top of the list is Dover and SCL. Just to let you know, I do, I have bought some SCL in a different account. So I am required to let you know that. Not this account, but I have... Oh, <coughs> purchased it in a different account. All right. DOV is first on the list. That's Dover. We started out the year at 171.74. That was a year ago. Now, by the end of the year, end of December, beginning of January, this thing hit 184. That was the high of the year. From there, you got your profit taken, and then she just kept on going and kept on going. And I'm going to say kept on going <laughs> because... She bottoms out at 116.91, which is some pretty good resistance uh, support because you got that in the middle of July and you also had the 117.16, which hit it in, in May. Uh, I'm sorry, June. Hits it in June twice and then hits it again in mid July. Now, from there, I'm going to say that's the bottom only because it hit it three times and now she's shooting up. She's sitting at 131 at this moment in time. 139.48, actually. So we take a quick look at the seasonality, see where it normally goes. And she normally moves up this time of year. And it's consistent moving up. So worst case scenario, this thing's consistently going to move up to the end of the year. And it's going to finish higher. Um, hypothetically, it should finish higher at the end of the year. Because seasonally... It continues to move on the <clears throat> upward direction. Ooh, what? <clears throat> what the heck is that? Frog in my throat. My goodness. And it didn't want to move. All right, into the trade grid we go. We into the trade grid we go with Dover D O V. The last trade was one thirty nine forty eight. Now, my guess, by looking at the numbers here, now it's, it's, <clears throat> it's before hours, so we're not going to get halfway decent um, fill orders. But what I'm looking at 
at the money would be the 135. Now you're going to have to get at least five bucks for the 135. You get a bid of 430, and they have an ask of 660. So five bucks is somewhere in the middle. Now remember, the last trade was 139.48, so it has to be at least 350 just to break even. So I'm saying for that 450, yeah. So you have to have at least 450, and that's just to break even. So five bucks would give you a halfway decent return. But at this point, I would sell the 140s because the 140s are going for 95 cents a share. But the stock would have to move up 52 cents in order for you to make money on that one. And this is a monthly option. So if you didn't work out this time, you'd be selling next month's. And that means you'd be holding on to it for four weeks. And the option there is two dollars and forty cents so your effective sale price would be 142.40 still i don't like holding for four weeks because if i can get one percent a week that's four percent this one here is not even two percent but it is dover and it is a dividend king but you guys have to make up that one on your own scl is next on the list this is the one i have in one of my other trading accounts. So, Steppen, which is SCL, started out a year ago at 113.92. Now, by the beginning of November, the first week of November, she gets the high of the year at 129.35. Goes sideways for a little bit, drops down so we get some, some support. I'm going to call the support somewhere right around the 95, 60 area because it hits it one, two, three, four, five, six times, only sinking below to hit uh, uh, 95.03. So that is the low, but she did hit the 95 four, five times. Okay, so it, it it didn't go below the 95. So that's a good thing. So I'm going to call the the, resist, the support at uh, 95. Right now she's sitting at 113. The last 30 days, we've seen a low at 96.38 and a high at 116.18. So we have some room for it to go up even higher um, without going over the resistance. Okay, because right now you get the, the resistance somewhere at the 115 area, and we're only looking to capture a 30 cent dividend. So 30 cents is not that much. So let's take a quick look at the seasonality. All right. She's basically going to go sideways for the next couple of, well, actually for the next month. Uh, not that that's guaranteed. So in no way do you think that's guaranteed. All right. Quickly into the trade grid we go. SCM. It is another monthly. So if you're going to do it at the money at 113, that's not even worth it. Because you're going to have to get at least a $2, um, a $2 premium. But you could collect a dividend. The neat thing about Seppin, uh, SCL, 100% of the time she does a dividend capture and play. My software is almost done. I got it tweaked out to a certain point. I, um, I'm having the program where... Get a few more bugs out of it, but it's coming along great. 
And um, out of all of them, SCL came out top. <laughs> all right, really quickly, I'm going to go over and just stick them into the trade grid to see which ones are monthlies and which ones are weeklies. GPC, I know for a fact, is a weekly. But that's a bummer. SCL is a monthly. Hmm. All right, GPC. GPC. This is genuine parts, you know, very unromantic trade. Ooh, that does not make me a happy camper looking at that one. GPC. It is a monthly also. Damn. All right, now, GPC has increased their dividends to their shareholders for more than 60 years, very close to 70 years. Like, wow. How could you not love that company? And she's sitting at a yearly high at 158.10. I'm going to just not get into this one for two reasons. Number one, she is at the moment at the high of the year. Could it go higher? Yeah, it could. But I'm standing on a ladder reaching for the sky, and that, that makes me a little uncomfortable. So I'm going to pass on this one, even though GPC did have an average of 10 days in order to reach the goal. It doesn't really thrill me. And it's a monthly, so I'm not really, um, it's not really tickling my fancy. Uh, Pepsi is next on the list. Now, Pepsi is a weekly, that much I do know. It took them long enough to get to a dividend king. They've been a dividend aristocrat for a very long time. Okay, so Pepsi started out the year at 157.63. By, by the end of September, she found its low at 149.56. Um, she's traveling a trading range anywhere between 150 and 176. And she's just going sideways for the whole year. Topped out three times at the 177 area. Uh, almost four times. Um, January 19th, she hits 177.15. Um, February 2nd, 175.64. Yeah, close to that high. Again in April, the 177.30. Um, end of April, 177.77. And then again in August at 177.69. Right now she's sitting at 177.38. Now, love Pepsi. Um, it's going to be a little tough because you have resistance. I mean, she has not done 178 at all this year. And we're looking at a dollar dividend a dollar and seven cents dividend it's going to be a call all on your own the seasonality where does thing normally go this time of year this time of year is just a little tiny bit on the upside we're still sucking up some of the summer months because the summer's still here it hasn't been finished up yet so it might go up a little bit I, you can't really tell because, uh, you know, the, the current condition of the economy. But uh, it is Pepsi. It is the number two drink in the, on the world. You know, Coke, you can't, just can't compete with Coke. I mean, they're going to take a long time to compete with Coke. But anyway, Pepsi is number two, <clears throat> offering a dollar dividend. Um, and it's, it does weeklies. So how can you go wrong? P E P into the trade grid. Uh, 176.85, 177.27. Now these numbers are a little skewed because it is before hours. Even if we bought it at the money right now, the 177.50 is going for 121. 
which is not even 1%. That makes me a little uncomfortable. Okay. Next on the list would be CBSH. They're only offering 26 cents. CBSH. Started out the year at 69.59. By the beginning of November, found its high at 75.08. Came close to hit it again in late November and in mid-January. Hit 74, 70, 78. Close to that 75 again, but not quite. But from there, she's going kind of sideways. Finds its yearly bottom. At 62.80. Now, from there, it's been a consistent upward travel, which is always a good thing. Now, the last 30 days, we've seen a low at 65.25. And then from there, it's like just uphill. Okay? 66. Um, yeah. 65.90 on the 15th a month ago, and now she's at 72.65. Nice upward travel. And looking at seasonality, where does she normally go this time of year? Sideways with a slight downward tilt. I'm talking very, very slight downward tilt. So that doesn't make me, you know, hugely happy, but, you know, they are. Going sideways, CBSH, 26 cents. Into the trade grid we go. CBSH. It's another monthly, so I'm going to pass on the rest of that. Because at 72.65, you're going to get... You're not even going to get your 1% if you're lucky. All right. SWK, at Stanley Black & Decker. SWK... Now, this doesn't look good. Stanley Black & Decker started out at the high of the year at $265.65. Goes sideways right up until mid-January, and then she just drops. Uh, it had a big gap down at the end of July. She dropped from one sixteen sixty nine down to 99 And she goes sideways for a little bit. Found a double bottom at ninety one fifty, and looking for retracement. She's at one at ninety nine eighty six at this moment in time. Seasonality shows us we're going to be going sideways. Okay, so sideways is good for covered calls, calendar spreads, debit spreads, so on and so forth. Into the trade grid we go with CBSH, S S W K. Sorry. SWK, Stanley Black & Decker. The last trade was 99.86. We got a 98.68 bid and a 100 ask. Um, holy cow. So the 100, okay, it's very close to 100, is offering a 150 per share. And she's off by 14 cents. So do you take the chance of doing that 14 cent hike? If not, you got to wait 30 days to get on out of this one because it is a monthly optionable stock. I'm into my 20 minutes, so I'm out of here for today. You guys have a great day. 
and I will hopefully catch you guys tomorrow. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. Have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.